Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of the I Stutter So What podcast. I'm Evan and I'm sitting here in my office on this beautiful sunny day in Florida. It's about 80 degrees and it is incredibly nice outside. Unfortunately, that's not going to last because we're expecting a hurricane this weekend. Oh boy. I'm not sure if this is a good thing, but I'm actually sort of excited about it because this will be my first hurricane experience in Florida as I just moved down here. So, a little bit excited. But, at any rate, let's get into what I have in store for you all today. I had the privilege of speaking with Mike Bauer. He is a cameraman for the Orlando Magic. And, if you haven't guessed, he stutters. And he has an incredible story to tell. So, let's get right into it. Mike has a very interesting job. Um, Mike, would you mind explaining a little bit about what what you do for a living? Sure, I would. Um, for the last 18 years, I have been in actually TV production. So I am the man behind the camera lens um, in the editing suite and stuff like um, that. So uh, I have really filmed everything from a wedding to the NBA finals in the last 18 years and everything in between as as well. And in one year, my highlight was I filmed 35 weddings in one year. So I know a lot about (laughs) sports and weddings, unfortunately. Wow, wow. Yeah, it was crazy. But uh, for the last six and a half years, years I have worked for the the Orlando Magic and and the Orlando Magic is an N, an NBA team here in Orlando Florida and I and I used to do all of their camera work and their editing I traveled with them for the playoffs and it was really cool in 2009 when the magic went to the finals and i was on the road for almost two months straight when when we when we went to round one and round two and uh so on and so on and that was really really cool and i've been to the last three all-star games as well so that's it was a uh, truly great experience Wow! So you must have met some uh, some some stars along the way, huh? Absolutely. Uh, I've been in sports TV production mostly, so I have done motor cross on ESPN two. So I met uh, Travis Pastrana. If anyone knows him from the ESPN, oh yeah. The X Games and stuff. Yeah. I actually, he was my very, my very 
first person I ever interviewed on my own. No and He was probably like 12, 12 years old. This is in 99. And um, I stuttered, but not too bad. So I don't know if he even knows, but I was pretty, I was more nervous about my speech than actually doing my interview with him. But he was an amateur motocross rider and I interviewed him. So uh, that's like my big story. Like that was my very, <laughs> my very, very first kind of interview I ever oh did. Oh my. So. <laughs> that m- m- must have been a very interesting ex- experience. And I mean, like you said that he was <laughs> r- 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 really young back then and not, not and he eventually became this this big superstar, huh? Yeah, absolutely. He was winning a lot of amateur motocross races, and uh, we just had to interview him for one afternoon. And I was, uh, I kind of uh, grabbed the actual short straw. So I was the um, camera guy, audio guy, and the interview guy as well for for this one kind of. Of your brace, so I had to go interview him. But uh, he was excellent. Yeah, he was, and he was a teenager, so I don't remember exactly how old he was. But he was still very, very young. And then a few years after that, he just blew up. And I always kind of mention that. (laughs) I remember when. (laughs) Do you have the chance to get his autograph? I don't have a lot of <laughs> autographs, but no. But I do have a photo with him. I think I have wow. to pull out of my ar- my archives as well. But uh, yeah, so I've cool. met a lot of uh, people when I was doing motocross, and then uh, I used to work before the magic. How I how I ended up in Orlando is I actually worked at a sports bar here at the Walt. Disney World Resort, and at the sports bar, we had our own uh, TV, TV station, and we used to have kind of athletes from all walks of life, the NFL, wow. baseball, ESPN, and we would interview them kind of nightly in our, geez, in our, in our restaurant, and anyone could um, go ask them questions over a half hour no kidding period so it was fantastic so i was there for almost seven years as well and i met everyone there so that was really cool awesome awesome so uh so what got you interested in video editing and uh video in in general Did, 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 did you go to school for it I did. I was a computer science major, and that major was way too hard. <laughs> so I looked on the schedule and all the thing, and I saw communications media, and if I, and that's kind of seemed a little easier. And I was able to get out in four years. If I would have stayed in my other computer science major, I would have stayed for another year or more. Who knows? But uh, what was really cool was when I lived in my uh, dorm, I was always the nerdy guy that had a video camera. (laughs) And I would just do kind of what everyone calls now reality TV TV. So I would just walk around kind of kind of filming everyone and then at the end of the the evening we would all kind of watch it and and everyone's 
really reaction to it is why I really got kind of interested in it because it was cool having like 20, 20 people watch what I was either, you know, <laughs> shooting or interviewing people. So that was cool. And that kind of uh, got got me kind of hooked. And then I started uh, doing stuff at the college television station as well. So, so you kind of just moved your way up the ladder here and and here you are. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. I had to move. It's a hard, it's a very tough field. Uh, my other claim to fame is I had to move four states in four years just to kind of uh, keep advancing. I worked in mm. some news stations in NASCAR car and on and on and that's how i ended up in orlando but yes wow. it's a very hard um feel to stay in for sure wow very uh, interesting very interesting so as you know um this podcast uh is a stuttering podcast um so i so i i have to ask you something about stuttering of of course um how has uh, stuttering impacted your your j- j- job? It's a great question. Stuttering has impacted my job uh, greatly because in high school I wanted to be a elementary school teacher, and I always kind of shied away from that because I didn't think I could speak well enough to actually teach students. So I went into communications media and I thought that was an easier way. And as I mentioned, I was the guy always behind the camera as well. So I kind of made choices where I did not have to speak as much for sure. Okay. All right. And um, uh, what about like um, working with the Orlando magic and uh and working on espn did you ever have um like any negative experiences whether you're stuttering or or did your stuttering influence you at all during that time in your life uh yes it did for sure but i i Never heard the word covert, as in covert stuttering, till a, till a couple years ago. So I never knew that I was um, hiding my stuttering and not really talking about my stuttering to anybody. Um, so I could go on and on about that. But just recently, over the last five or six years I became involved with the National Stuttering Association and that has helped me advertise more uh, about my stuttering, who I am, and I'm able to speak to it about uh, my stuttering as well to co-workers, family, and other people in my, in my life. But I don't have a significant moment that um, – I had was stuttering, but my one uh, bad memory I have is I finally got in an interview up at ESPN up in Connecticut uh, a couple years ago, and they and I was waiting for this for years. I finally got it and all that stuff. So I 
went up there and my interview was uh, before I became involved with the National Stuttering Association and before I went back to speech therapy as an adult as well. So I went into my interview kind of blind and there was a panel there and there was like four or five people interviewing me at once and as and and as everyone knows during an interview you're already nervous you're already anxious and i bonded pretty bad uh with my speech but they actually offered me the job anyways but i always wondered if it was because i stuttered so badly that they just <laughs> felt bad but uh then i found out after uh, that there were two other people who they interviewed and got the job who stuttered as as well. So, wow, that's uh, really interesting. Yeah, there <laughs> were other people at ESPN uh, who stuttered as well. I never met them because uh, I actually chose to to stay here in in Orlando. But it was a bad experience at the time. But over over the long haul, it actually turned into a positive experience because I've learned from it as well. So you have now decided to, to go into a new c c career path also, huh? Yes, Which after eight... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone kind of knows me, they know uh, this. But uh, after 18 years, I'm switching careers and I started going uh back to school in January of 2012 here in Orlando at the University of Central of Central Florida to become a speech language path 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 pathologist as as well so uh, I'm kind of following in the in the footsteps of many who I ha have met over the last few years. Awesome. And uh, so far, so good with your experiences in, uh, in school? So, 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 so far, so, 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 so good? My experiences have been tremendous. Uh, awesome. as, an, as an older student who is, uh, I'm going to be 40 next month, so I am an older student, um, I kind of blended right in. So I was anxious and nervous about that. Not really nervous about my speech, but uh, just being a student who's been out of school for a while, but everything so far the last eight or nine um, geez, months have really been have really been exceptional. That's excellent. That, that's so good to hear. Actually, I mean, like I, um, I decided to go back for speech after I found acceptance, and uh, I just remember I just really felt the need to empower others, and so I so I know know um, exactly uh, um, what your men mentality is. So it's awesome, man. It's awesome. Yes, it is, and I'm happy I'm in it. I, 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 gee, I really do love it so far. It's great. great I'm happy great. I did it. So, um, you are also, um, 
You're also involved in a National Starting Association chapter, right? Yes, I am. I've been uh, a member of the NSA since 2006, and I've been co-chapter of our Orlando NSA support group for the last four years now. So um, it's been wonderful, and I've been meeting a lot of students and a lot of people in the Orlando area. And it was a huge benefit. It was a huge benefit to have the um, the 2012 National Stuttering Association conference, and an hour and a half down the road in. Tampa and I could ever and I have been ever tizing that to everyone I know here in Orlando I've been trying to kind of haul them in and say you got to come to the conference you have to come it'll it will change your change your life for sure oh yeah I mean it's so true like it 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 it, it changed mine um I don't know about you but my well before my first conference, I was just, I just had so much shame and so much embarrassment that went along with my stuttering. And like, it was almost like immediate. Like when I went to my first conference, like 15 to 20 minutes after I arrived, I felt right at, at home and it really changed my life immediately. So I understand Yes, uh, my first conference was actually kind of yours as well up in Parsippany. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. And, yeah, 2008, I think that was. And, yeah, that definitely changed my life because I never met a, a, another person who stuttered till I was 33 years old. So, And I was there at age 35. So it was just mind-blowing b- b- because... Mind b- you don't know anyone who stutters, and then you're in a whole situation where there's hundreds of <laughs> other <of> people <laughs> who stutter exactly like you and not like you. But everyone, no matter how you stutter, and if you're young, old, male, or um, female, you have kind of the same story about you know kind of elementary school and hiding it and high school. So everyone has that common bond that's right that's right it's very <clears throat> powerful and uh, and your v- v- videos that, that you make of the conference are just are just incredible every time i watch them i get all choked up so well that's good yeah i'm sure it is as well absolutely you have attended some uh some daughter social hangouts uh, as well, haven't you? Yeah. Yes, I have. I uh, try to uh, attend as many as I can, but I've been uh, popping in and out since probably January. I know you guys started last fall, and uh, my experience with those are amazing as well because it's kind of an NSA conference online and you still get to interact with people who stutter during the entire 
year. And if you're in speech therapy or if you're having uh, trouble with your speech or if you just want to practice or, or, or if you just want to stutter kind of openly, that is a great venue to just speak openly. No one's going to judge you. Um, it's very supportive and I really do you know, welcome that as well. And I've met uh, people on there from, I think there's a guy from outside of Russia and there's people from California. There's people from all over the globe, which is also just truly amazing and i love it and i and i know you guys often like four or now five times a week and that's that's truly inspiring and it's it, it and it kind of motivates me to you know, kind of really hop on and speak more First off, I would like to thank Mike Bauer for allowing me to interview him for my first podcast ever. And I would also like to thank Travis Fitzsimmons who, who wrote this piece of music here that I am using for my theme, my theme music for my podcast. So thank you so much, Travis. And last but certainly not I do need to thank Daniele Rossi. He has helped me tremendously in launching this podcast and figuring out how to how to edit and how to use the software and everything. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I guess that's it. My first podcast is a wrap, so make sure everybody stays tuned to my website for my next podcast. Have a good one, everybody.